We often find ourselves wandering the earth, trying to make sense of things, searching for meaning and reason for our existence. As we travel these murky waters, we sometimes find resolve in the understanding of what our true nature might be. Some of us might even go as far as use nature's wonderful tools that gift us with the essence of the universe and allows us to peek into our own truths. When navigating these experiences, we start to see patterns of images these plant-based medicines offer to us. And eventually, when we are reflecting in our experience, we make sense of that download and realize what the meaning behind the message was. Life, from that point on, is never the same. All right, good afternoon, everyone. So thank you for joining us again on this amazing journey. Today, I have a very special guest um, out of the West Coast. Her name is Virginia, and a person I got to the honor and a chance to meet at a toad school that I participated at uh, not too long ago. And that being said, Virginia, if you could please maybe give us a little bit of background about yourself and let the people know um, what you do. Yeah, for sure. Um, hi, Sergio. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for inviting me to be on the podcast today. I'm excited to be here. So as uh, was already mentioned, my name is Virginia. I am a registered clinical counselor working in um, British Columbia. I have been doing um, therapeutic work for almost, I would say, just uh, around 20 years now. And most recently in the last almost three years, I've been uh, moving into the fascinating realm of psychedelic assisted therapy. I'm currently working in uh, one of the ketamine clinics here in the lower mainland. And um, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to sharing a little bit of my uh, knowledge and experience uh, with, with you and all of your listeners. Amazing. And that's the beauty about what we're, you know, the journey that we're on and, and a lot of us are also embarking is this new kind of modality with psychedelic assisted therapy. And we're really starting to see really great benefits. We're starting to hear a lot more in the news. We're starting to, to get a lot more results, a lot more studies coming out. And it, there's just so many different type of modalities. And one of those was actually where we actually met, which was Toad School. Tell us a little bit about your, your Toad experience, if you will. <laughs> mm, mm -hmm. So um, I had heard about 5-MeO-DMT um, sort of in passing here and there, um, as you do when you start to become part of the psychedelic community. And I really didn't know anything about it at all um, and just became really curious and for whatever reason became more curious about that than any other medicine aside from, of course, ketamine, because I've already, you know, deeply embarked on my journey with that, especially through the clinic over the last few years. But it just came into my field of awareness. It just sort of like crept in like a whisper and then it sort of got louder and I just felt really called to this medicine and really wanted to learn more about it. So um, I I connected with someone in my psychedelic community to learn uh, more about it. And my experience was so deeply profound um, that I, I thought, yeah, I, I need to, I need to do some more of this. I need to learn more. I need to practice more. I need to um, engage more. I need to, you know, share more of this medicine with people. Right. And the beauty about that too, is that as we're learning and sharing and understanding the power of this medicine, it's a very particular space because 
it's it's hard because a lot of these medicines have their own benefits but from personal experience myself working with the five and also facilitating five i'm starting to see how um, broad this medicine could be and by experimenting with different modalities um, I've been recently working with ecstatic dance uh, DJs doing some ecstatic dance therapy with five been doing a sound bath ceremonies with some sound bath people using 5-MeO and the latest thing that I'm doing actually is I'm going to be doing kundalini activation process with another facilitator who does kundalini activation process work and I'm going to be uh, administering the five. So the interesting aspect of how broad this medicine can be used and utilized is really interesting. And it's something that for me was just eye-opening and game-changing. Your experience with the five has been, uh, like, how's that, how's that been? I've been working with it personally for about six months now, very periodically. You know, it's certainly not a regular practice, but I've also been... Um, sort of easing my way into facilitating with clients. I've been doing medicine work for about oh, coming up on three years now. And, you know, like I said, my experience is primarily with ketamine and I work at the ketamine clinic, but, um, you know, for, for whatever reason, uh, five has come into my awareness, into my, into my field and I'm feeling very called to it. And I couldn't tell you, you know, like why, why that came up and not something else. Um, cause I've certainly worked with a lot of medicines over the last several years. Um, but just something in the back of my mind was like, this is it. This is what you need to do next. This is the path that you're on. I actually did an ayahuasca ceremony about oh gosh, I think maybe almost a year ago now. And I saw very clearly as one of the images that came into my session was just like this, like fluorescent glowing green, like frog. And at the time I was like, well, what the heck is that all about? Like what, it, you know, like frog, okay, fine. And then, you know, it was just actually a few days ago as I was, you know, communicating with you about that, that I was like, oh, that's, That's what that what meant. That's why the five. Why. Yeah. <laughs> the integration. The integration always yeah. comes in eventually. Sometimes, eventually. Yeah. A year later, it yeah. could be so. Yeah, and I had completely forgotten all about that image, and I had no idea what that was. I had just completely let it go, and then all of a sudden, you know, it landed. Oh, yeah. That's what that was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's like you said. It's amazing how integrate you know we have this idea or maybe this belief that integration like happens right after you do the medicine or the days or a week's coming but it's the same thing with me i'd be you know sometimes in in my travels i'm like deep in the in the woods of who knows where and i'll see something and i'll be like oh my god that's what yeah that's what that's what it was when i saw that in my ayahuasca ceremony so yeah 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 it's amazing how this medicine work can open up certain channels right? And put, put us on a path, but doesn't necessarily mean that it takes us directly to the end of the path, right? Like we still have our life journey, we still experience our day to day, and we still learn as we go and things come to make sense in their own perfect timing. Exactly. And, you know, again, coming back to the beauty of the power of these medicines, and even in our work and in the context that we're discussing here with the 5-MeO-DMT, one of the things that I found interesting was this uh, recent um, study that came out from Frontiers in Psychiatry. I don't know if it's something that you had a chance to look at, um, but technically 
in the treatment of patients with resistant depression and how they found that at a breakthrough dose, they had 100% um, remission for uh, depressive participants. And it's, it, just, it was very mind-blowing as a study. And of course, there's more studies that are probably going to come out. But as a primary study of this medicine, it was just eye-opening to the extent of the power of these, this medicine in, in, in this particular case. So what's your opinion on that? How, like from experience or if you have seen that, have you seen people come out of this uh, ceremonies, you know, maybe changed or something like that? Yeah. And, you know, this is, this is, you know, what drew me into psychedelic assisted therapy as a therapist, you know, working with people who have symptoms of depression, lifelong depression, suicidality, you know, many different issues with, you know, all kinds of things, anxiety, um, different forms of anxiety and how that manifests in terms of addiction and eating disorders and, you know, all kinds of things. And, you know, having worked in this field for almost 20 years and and seeing the slow progress if any progress because you know of course there are no cures for a lot of these things so there's only managing symptoms and and just lifelong um like battles with managing these different symptoms of all these different mental health conditions and then you know seeing people as it starts to become a little bit more widespread a little bit more known a little bit more accepted um seeing people have these psychedelic experiences and come out of them completely changed human beings and of course you know that's that's not in every case and that doesn't happen for you know every person um and sometimes it it takes a a longer time right it's not always after one session but even you know microdosing over a longer period of time i've seen people make miraculous changes that i just haven't seen in almost 20 years as a therapist in such very short periods of time and for me personally um you know as a therapist having done a lot of therapeutic work over my lifetime um struggling myself with debilitating depression and suicidality and also anxiety. And then, you know, after years and years and years of like deep, hard, painful, you know, work with therapists and, you know, self-help seminars and books and all these things. And then, you know, just one, one hour long, for example, 5-MeO-DMT session and coming out with a realization about myself, about the way that I think, about my my um, psychology, a connection to myself internally that I have never been able to attain, no matter what I have done, you know, for myself to try to help myself to try to support myself. So I just find that this medicine in particular, and you know, other psychedelic medicines in general, are just so, um, you know, really amazing in terms of what they can do in, in the period of time that they can do them. Yeah, and the beauty about it from my research and the studies that I've been doing and diving deep, 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 deep into the space, the understanding that ancient civilizations also understood this and also put this into practice. So it's not like it's a new thing. It's, it's actually a very old thing, and it's something that's actually coming back. And the beauty about that is the understanding that, you know, plant medicine works the way nature intended it to work. So that for me is a crucial factor to understanding why these, um, you know, why these elements exist and how we're utilizing them and the benefits that, you know, nature puts the tools there, regardless if it's like fruits, vegetables, or, you know, regardless if it's like, you know, wood, trees or whatever, there's always some 
tool that nature seems to put in our path and we have this benefit and this you know this gratitude to be able to utilize it and use it to its greatest benefit so as you have mentioned same thing with me the work that i've done i've i've done psychotherapy i've done a whole bunch of different aspects breath works and yoga and meditation and all these things work great in their own fashion but man oh man like 5-MeO for me was like a real eye-opener and uh, I've been doing in in such a short span of time seeing such a you know gradual progress of you know all the things that I was struggling with and battling with so high hopes for for many people and I think if it resonates with those out there um, this could be something to look into you know it may not be for you but you know, what do you have to lose, right? I mean, I have a friend of mine I was talking to recently who's in, you know, he's, 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 he's two feet into the deep end almost. And I'm like, look, you know, I'm not trying to convince you, but you've tried everything. And instead of popping antidepressant pills, you know, why don't you try this? And you have nothing to lose really, you know, like you're already there. You're already thinking about suicide, you know, maybe try this. And if it brings you back from the depth, then why why not right yeah absolutely and i think for a lot of people um that's what brings them to psychedelic medicine especially as we're still working towards legality of many of these substances it's it's the desperation right it's the having tried everything else and having or feeling like there are no other options that certainly was my case you know before ketamine clinics became legal I found ketamine treatment to help with my depression and suicidality. And, you know, long story short, I, I haven't had any symptoms of depression for well over a year now. And so, you know, after dealing with that for 40 years, what a miracle. Um, and I've definitely seen these kinds of transformations in people working with different kinds of psychedelic medicines and, you know, 5-MeO-DMT too. And, you know, the great thing about 5-MeO-DMT is that it's it's so, you know, fast isn't really let me say efficient right i'll say efficient it's like laser focus going in and sort of like laser focus on the sort of like deepest part of your um you know psyche or your spirit or you know whatever it is that has something that it's got to share with you that you're unaware of and just kind of like pulling that out from the depths and shining a big bright light on it and saying like okay here it is you know, and, and here's what here's what we can do with that to create long lasting transformation. So, um, yeah, that's what I like about five compared to most other psychedelics is just the the incredible efficiency of this medicine. Yeah. And you couldn't have said it best laser focused. And for me, what I really appreciated and I heard this also in another podcast, which really resonated with me was as the ego gets deconstructed, you are now presented with your true self, the entity or the, the spirit or the energy that understands pretty much everything with a lot more compassion and love. And as your ego is reconstructing back, well, now you have this newfound knowledge base that you can incorporate with your ego. And now you can make sense of things and you can put certain aspects of your ego at ease that help in the depression states, that help with the anxiety levels and that help with, you know, the, the struggles that you were having with handling, let's say, someone who talks negative about you or someone who you know, belittles you or someone who affects you or triggers you, now you can look at it from a space of like pure love and understanding and knowing that this is, you know, this is not something that 
has an impact on you anymore. So that for me was mind blowing and game changing. So yeah, I think for me too, recommending 5MEO is, I highly recommend it, of course, but at the same time, it's very particular because a lot of people have this stigma about five. I don't know if you've encountered this yourself, but a lot of people are, when I talk about it or when they hear about five, they're like, ooh, no, mm, too dangerous. And I'm like, I don't think you really understand. And that's one of the beauties also about Toad School was the understanding of how to facilitate this medicine in a way that you can make sure that their journey is something that they're they're going to be able to benefit from and not i've heard horror stories from other uh, 5meo facilitators who or bufo various facilitators who just give them give the high dose to a participant who's never done this before and yeah they have like incredible bad trips and and that, that's that's a scary part right yeah, yeah. And I do think that that's really unfortunate. And you mentioned it before, right? Like this connection to the ceremony and the ritual and the like non-psychologizing of, you know, medicine work and that it's not all about like the Western medical model tends to sort of approach treating symptoms and illnesses as, you know, like take this pill and, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll do its thing. And somehow, you know, you'll just get better, which statistically we know now, unfortunately, is not true, despite the numbers of people that are taking, um, you know, different kinds of psychotropic medications. Um, you know, the efficacy is not that great. And so, you know, this, this sort of like, take this thing and somehow get better. Um, really, really, you know, we're becoming much more aware of, of the, of the disservice that way of thinking is having in our, in our, you know, world and on our people. Um, so I think that making sure that we're doing this in a safe place with people who know what they're doing people who have experience with facilitating medicine who aren't just gonna, you know, give you this, like, here, hand over the pipe and like, let's see what happens, right? <laughs> like, we need to do, we need to do proper screening. We need to make sure that, you know, there are no medical contraindications. We need to make sure that the environment is safe, that the people have experience, that they know how to navigate psychedelic space so that when these things do unfold, you know, there's, there's some ability to navigate that together, right? It's not you go off and do your own work and, you know, good luck. It's like, here we are in community. We're doing this together. I can support, I can help, I can be with, right? And I think that, you know, even in just in terms of like healing trauma, the, the community aspect is so important and, and, and the, the connection that we make with other human beings when we do this kind of work is, is something that's absolutely necessary for the healing process to occur. Yeah, and one of the biggest uh, takeaways for me, especially, and even in the work that I do, and I, and I recognize that, um, that that's something that I think people kind of omit, it's the aftercare. And I think being a facilitator for me is not um, a medicine giver and then walk away and, and that's it. I think it's, it, like you mentioned, uh, it's the aspect of community. We're a tribe and at any point in time, you can always reach back out to me. I'll, I'll make the time to to go over certain things that you've lived in your experience that maybe you're having a struggle understanding today. 
And I think that's something that a lot of people forget. And some people also who take these plant medicines also don't necessarily understand that it's not just about taking the medicine. It's not a one pill quick fix. It's a question of the tool that you're that you're consuming that is going to help you unlock. Well, the true work is aftercare, right? It's like how you know, the days leading after the weeks and even like, you know, like, like for you, like a year later, understanding what the toad meant in your ceremony. And these are the things that I think a lot of people are kind of forgetting. And even certain facilitators um, also probably need to go back to that space to understand that I get it. We're all busy. We're all tired. We're all exhausted, but we made this choice to do this. And with that, you know, like Spider-Man said, with great power comes great responsibility. So in that space, I think we need to be very, very um, understanding of this, of what this means to someone and the responsibility we're taking by offering this medicine and, and the care that they're going to need afterwards. So I think those mixed in together with the tool creates like a successful, you know, recovery for most people who are living this experience. So I'm super pumped and I'm super excited about what the future holds, because I think we're at a very interesting time in, in our history where there's so much depression, so much more, you know, I, I, I went to a gas station to fuel up and there was like a, a young lady in the counter who was serving and just looking at her arms and they're all cut up. And it's just like, wow, it's like this is a, it's like the new normal of people who are just walking around as, you know, with a lot of depression. And it's, it's sad because it shouldn't be that way. So bringing in this kind of medicine, bringing in this kind of work, I think we can make a nice, you know, change in people's lives. So I'm super, you know, grateful and honored to having heard your story and knowing that you're out there and others like you who are out there doing this kind of work. So it's just, it brings great peace and great joy because I think if there's a lot more happy humans, I think it's just makes for a better society. So I'm looking forward to that time. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And I am too, you know, and being in a psychedelic medicine circle, you know, in my community here in the lower mainland, you know, I'm starting to see that on a more micro level already, right? Like what, what we could do together as a, as a greater society, if this was accessible to more people. Exactly. And on that note, Super grateful again, Virginia. I'm looking forward to possibly more conversations of this type and hearing your progression and maybe even your experimentation with maybe encephalated um, therapy and uh, loving to, to looking forward to that. Yes, me too. And thank you. Thanks again for inviting me into this space. I really enjoy sharing it with you. Awesome. Thank you, Virginia. And have an amazing day. The path to enlightenment is a never ending winding road filled with ups and downs. For some of us who discovered the wonderful essence of the five, we find ourselves more and more tuned into our true selves, that spirit that searches for joy and happiness. We even start to understand and see the beauty in the struggle, since we begin to understand that the root or foundation of everything in the universe is made from one source, love.